you're listening to the Soul Yoga Podcast, a podcast for the modern mystic mama. I'm your host, Amanda Aaron, soul guide at Soul Yoga Retreat. I invite you to take a breath for your body, mind, and soul. Retreat from the mind movies. Break away from stress and anxiety. Root down and ground yourself into Pachamama, Mama Earth. Join me for a journey to live from our highest selves. Through ritual and ceremony, we create sacred space together. We hold space. We create a safe container to evolve. This podcast is a space where I authentically share my journey, the good, the bad, and everything in between. It is a space where I guide the modern mystic mama to reconnect with Mama Earth. Honoring the turn of the wheel, we use plants, astrology, and kundalini yoga to break old belief systems to move towards soul-level transformation. By uniting body, mind, and spirit, we become present, enjoying each moment fully, and embodying our highest selves. Welcome to this space. Welcome. Um, this is my podcast of, uh, gosh, just saying, saying things out loud verbally is my own form of healing. And so thank you for joining me um, on my journey of healing and um, being confident in speaking up and um, being confident in my voice and my truth and um, that what I say have to matters, um, what I have to say that that it matters. So uh, this week, I found it abundantly clear um, what I would speak about today. And um, just so you know, I either record these while I'm in the bathtub or walking to the train in the morning so um if the audio isn't great if you can't hear me very clearly um please specify which podcast it was and just um yeah i would really appreciate it if you had any feedback um that you just let me know um you can get a hold of me on instagram um at amanda jane aaron a-m-a-n-d-a-j-a-y-n-e A-A-R-O-N, no spaces, nothing fancy, just my first name, middle name, and my last name. Okay, so what I don't usually talk about is uh, my day job, you know, the the job that pays the bills, because it really doesn't feed my soul. It feeds my family, but not my soul, and not the soul direction that I want my family to go but it does afford me um, professional development courses. Um, and I am on the education committee, so I set the budget and, um, you know, basically two-ish, two to four days per year, um, whatever that, that cost is, whether it's $200 or $800 is, um, yeah, paid by the company that I work for, which is awesome. And the course that I'm taking right now is over four weeks. There's some video content, and um, once a week we do a one-hour live session together. 
and it's on women in leadership uh, within construction. That's, you know, I'm, I'm working in the construction industry, so that's um, particularly what it's focused towards. And every single women's group in construction that I've been a part of, um, you know, it just feels to me like it's lacking this bigger conversation of, um, you know, where culturally and individually, where have we left off after the feminist feminism movement of the 60s? Really, where are we? You know, how do we see that change um, and the, that those value systems reflected in our current culture, but also in our in our individual or personal belief um, systems. You know, to be to be value as 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 an individual woman, am I um, valuing my career? Do I put my identity in my career? Um, do I believe that I am physically and mentally capable to do every single task exactly the same as a man would do and therefore should earn exactly the same wage. Well, from my own personal um, standpoint, it's really frustrating um, not to be paid the same as my male counterparts. However, uh, their experiences are vastly different to mine and so you know I get it but I'm not totally thrilled about it and I'm also not willing to go out into the field and you know do that that hands-on work experience it's just eh, not my cup of tea not my jam it's just not really something I'm interested in um so I get it but obviously I'd like to be paid more and You know, that kind of brings about the point of, you know, as a woman, if I am not, if I'm not gaining the same experience as my male counterparts, if I'm not, you know, doing exactly the same tasks as them, um, you know, how do I still empower myself? How do I operate in my power? How do I um, not act in a way that is, you know, as my as my my leadership course says, below the line. How am I not um, subservient? How do I not fall subject to you know falling at the feet of my male uh, executive team? And I think the answer really lies in um, the differences between men and women, and um, not ever 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 focusing on. Um, the strengths of a man or what a man can do and trying to mirror that just completely forgetting anything that your male co-workers do or that they're responsible for or that their job title says that they should be doing and you know just looking at myself looking within and saying where are my innate strengths how can I be fully a woman in this role um you know the things that my male co-workers are missing how can I bring that to the table you know how can I um how can I shine my light in a way that is true to who I am 
uh, as my physical components of a woman um, and my mental components and uh, and my um, you know my hardwired DNA my natural hormones you know I'm not talking about chemical hormones um, that are given to us through birth control pills or through the sex change pills I'm talking about you know the the innate hormones of a woman how can I how can I use those how can I um, empower those natural hormones to um, fully operate as a woman and not um, trying to shadow a man or mirror a man or walk in a man's shadow and I just think that that's a key part that is really missing from any women's group um, because it, it I mean there's for me there's honestly no way that I can dive into what a woman is without you know talking about the, the, the mental nurturing um, aspect or um, the spiritually driven um, aspect and and the relational aspect um, and in the the leadership course that I took today you know we looked at two leadership styles is either um, transactional which is predominantly a male um, uh, just a natural operating style of le leadership or transformational which is naturally uh, a feminine or a, a, a woman's natural way of operating um, I've also heard it called relational leadership um, this course calls it transformational leadership really it's um, you know being collaborative not uh, you know not divisive not focusing on competition focusing on working together collaboration um, that your team knows the answers that they are there for you that they have your back it's um, a leadership style based on trust it's a leadership style based on communication um, honest open communication you know not worried about uh, the cone of silence and you know whatever keeping things private for managers ears and until they launch publicly you know you're not even sharing them with the rest of your staff team like at every single point you know realizing that the smallest person the, the smallest uh, on the corporate ladder, the smallest person is as valuable as you know the person at the top of the ladder, and um, making sure that every uh, single person has access to those big ideas, the big vision, the you know future potential project, um, and 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 be able to have an influence in what's coming down the road. Um, and to be able to have a say, to share the voice, to speak up, um, and to ask questions, you know, to, to not um, simply accept what's kind of just handed to them, but at any level, like say, hey, did you think about that, or did you think about this? So these kind of innate feminine traits um, is so interesting to me because I mean, it's really the whole foundation of why I decided to write a book. So in the winter of 2020, um, my baby was 
eight months old and I remember that being a very challenging season for me um, mentally emotionally spiritually just you know the fatigue of COVID and the fear of the unknown and not socializing and not reaching out and um, just staying silent about what I needed as a brand new mom and um, just not you know fully knowing how to step into my new role with confidence or um, you know I just didn't even know what I needed I didn't know what I didn't know and it wasn't until you know that compacted silence of eight months kind of built out built up built up and I was just really emotionally numb and um you know, obviously that was really challenging on my marriage because Jonathan was the only person that I saw every single day and um, yeah, it was just really challenging. And uh, at that time, December 2020, I was writing emails back and forth with a good friend of mine and just talking about like our role as as the woman, as the wife. Um, and, and both of us were really finding like... <coughs> the thing that was most valuable to us was really thinking about the traditional role of a woman in the 50s before the feminist feminism movement. And, um, you know, it was really to to nurture the house, just to hold everything together, to um, be her husband's greatest encourager, um, to well, quite frankly, be available for sex and lots of it and whenever her man wanted it. Um, obviously now we know that uh, women have wants and needs and desires and we also need to act on those. So there's a balance. I'm not saying it's, it's completely, you know, we should revert to the 50s. But there were just all of these kind of nurturing um, home life tasks and roles and responsibilities that fell to the woman and because of you know our innate ability for compassion and nurturing that is completely different than a man's um, it just you know it honestly makes so much more sense and um, I remember diving into that earlier that year in the spring so I had taught um, a series of four yoga classes for free they were my the, the first ever classes that I had taught as a yoga instructor and um, it did dive heavily deep into the masculine and the feminine traits um, because I, I, I really wanted to embody that in this um, in the elemental themes uh, of let me see I think I did fire and water and just you know there are feminine traits that are so um, feisty and mama bear and um, you know get her done and uh, just this spirit of mad determination that are so innately feminine and beautiful and they're on fire and they're awesome um, and then there's so many masculine traits that that are also um, representative of that of the fire element being um, really seen in that transactional type of leadership. 
And so it's not, you know, that a woman can never be strong and confident, but it's really this beautiful marriage within us of equal masculine and equal feminine qualities, um, both in women and in men. And, um, you know, what I see in our culture right now is that men have this toxic masculinity or they're so subservient and scared and operate in fear that they're um, well honestly void of any masculine trait and women um, again you see this huge gap there there's women who are just cutthroat they're at the top of their um, corporate ladder outperforming everyone but they're ruthless and they really have no true friends they don't have true girlfriends they don't um well they certainly don't pay attention to mental health or um spiritual health and um they they as well are operating in toxic masculinity um there's just zero healthy masculine um traits present in them and zero healthy feminine traits present in them and then after the gap you have the rest of the women you know at the far bottom um of of those feminine traits um just expressing none of it you know they're 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 not even able to be compassionate or to be nurturing um some of those softer traits because they're, they've so suppressed themselves or allowed themselves to be suppressed. Um, they're, they're drained, probably. This is an area of, um, of mental struggle, mental fatigue. And, um, you know, they're not able to nurture for their babies. They're not able to hold their babies when they're crying. Um, these are women who have you know, just subjected themselves to that toxic masculine spirit so many times that they are so low, so depleted, um, you know, that they find it very, very difficult to ever come up to even a basic level of health, a basic level of energy where they can even, you know, choose to go outside for a walk or choose a healthier snack or um, shut the TV off, put the phone aside and be present with their children. You know, the health and healing requires um, just that smallest, most minute level of energy of health um, to be able to take the first step. And if, and if you are so depleted that you're below that um, it just feels impossible to ever rise above. And so these are women who um, never speak up. They're extremely quiet. They never share their opinion. Um, you know, likely they're with an aggressive partner um, who's a bully and completely dominant. Um, and they just, they never, they never see that something could be different. And so in our, um, in our leadership course today, the live one-hour chat that we had, you know, we really talked about women as role models and just the lack of 
women leaders um, to even choose as a role model. And that really, you know, pulled at my heart because um, I've just received so, so much wisdom and so much mentorship and so much um, companionship over my, you know, young 20s and teenage life. And I'm just so grateful for those women speaking into my life and being able to encourage me and pray with me and um, just dive into anything that, you know, was going on in my life, whether it be a positive or, or, or something that I was really challenged with. And, and um, I thought, you know, for several years that I would would love to be in that mentorship role for for other women who really need you know somebody to speak into their life and anyways just talking about the lack of female role models in our society um just really motivated me that you know I'm there I am so available to be a mentor to a woman in a you know a non-paid non-fee, non-contractual kind of way, just, um, just, you know, in a way more than friendship, like, I would definitely want to be able to speak into that woman's life, and, um, as I thought she could handle it, speak truth into her life and her situation, but for me, it's so difficult to, um, you know, talk about embodying those feminine traits Um, I think it's safe to say that many of us have mastered the masculine traits, even the healthy ones, you know, the healthy ones and the toxic ones. I think we've mastered the masculine traits. And and so, you know, that's fine. Wherever they are, healthy or toxic, you know, we need to come into a place where we need to embody the feminine, like just to really, honestly, I think that starts with, being by ourselves, one-on-one with ourselves, um, filling up our cup, um, you know, speaking our self-worth over ourselves, um, being our own greatest cheerleaders, um, taking a Superman pose when we feel challenged or when there was maybe uh, uh, an altercation with a coworker over an email, um, just standing in that Superman pose, um, you know, arms outstretched up and and just, you know, just really embodying that we, we, we are able to speak our truth. We know what our truth is. We are confident with what is true to us. And it doesn't matter if somebody else doesn't, you know, share that same value system. What is true to us is true to us. And, and that is the only thing that matters. Um, the next step, obviously, being able to express that in, um, well, to express it at all. And I think, you know, I've witnessed sometimes when, when women start to express themselves at all, <coughs> it, it, it sometimes comes across as very um, isolating uh, or even offensive for other women because, you know, it's just a trigger to see someone else being able to share their voice when you're not is first of all such a trigger because it just shines light on the area that you're weak in um but it is not you know just changing that whole mindset this is not about competition 
the, the feminine, the strength of the feminine is in collaboration. And so, you know, how can we, you know, we, we, we were, so we might be triggered or we might see something that offends us, um, you know, such as a, a woman expressing her sensuality with some very, you know, showy clothing or um, a very confident woman speaking up or, um, you know, a woman who's been subjugated for years and years and years finally sharing her voice and, and, and woman is unfiltered. You know, all of those things can can trigger me, you know, personally me. They trigger me. And when that happens, you know, I really hope that I'm able to take a, take a step back and, and just move back to that mindset of collaboration and to say, like, you know, I'm just going to put this <clears throat> insult on the back shelf, you know, care for that young girl that is hurting inside of me, you know, whatever childhood trauma that that might be triggering, love her, nurture her, care for her, sit with her, cry with her, whatever, and um, be able to separate that from the trigger and say, ooh, woman, you are awesome, you know, look at how sexy you are, look at how confident you are, look at how, um, you know, free you are in your speech, like, go girl, and you got this, and this is awesome, you know, to really be able to shift that mindset into the collaboration of, um, you know, encouragement and bringing people up, really staying above the line, being able to take action, being able to speak up, um, and not blaming others, uh, for your own inaction, essentially. So, as I was thinking about all these things today, you know, and my my own passion for the new mom and, and being able to support her, um, just offer her support and friendship that, you know, that I didn't have when I was a new mom. And, um, just my passion for uh, womb health and womb knowledge and womb connection. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not as knowledgeable as some women out there, but I, I really, um, you know, that that is the connection. That is our our, our grounding. Um, that is our foundational start. Is really that that body awareness and connecting with the womb. <clears throat> and so. Um, you know, my own company, they're doing a wellness challenge right now, and they always ask, you know, if anyone has any topics that they're really passionate about, and, you know, they'd either like to speak to or do a coffee talk on or um, hear more information about, like, you know, let us know. And honestly, I just um, really, I already know the audience of women at my um, place of work. And while one or two of them might be kind of interested if I talk to them one-on-one, you know, definitely as a group, they really shy away from body awareness, from um, speaking about the, the strength of the feminine traits, any, any of them, really. Any trait and any coworker, they just steer clear of that, you know, feminine. Um, and... Uh, 
And, and so I, I just know that talking about women's health or womb connection is really not the right audience at my, um, at my place of work, you know, as a group, talking about it as a group. <clears throat> but um, I, I am a community leader for a construction software company and was thinking, like, how cool would it be if, like, Canadian construction women in the Vancouver area plus, you know, all of our, um, you know, any software clients of any company who's a woman having their account manager reach out to them and, and invite them to an event and just like honestly hold a woman's circle for women in construction and talk about the womb and have women share birth stories and talk about um, you know, challenges with breastfeeding or challenges with getting your infant to sleep or challenges in parenthood. Um, you know, what do you do if your child is a compulsive screamer or a compulsive biter? Um, or <clears throat> talking about weaning from breastfeeding, talking about going back to work after mat leave and um, what does that what does that breastfeeding journey look like after you go back to work? And um, the differences of being in the office full time versus being at home full time or even at home part time and in the office part time. God, there's just so many areas that um, I just you know I just want to bring women together and talk about and just offer that open space, sit in a circle, no hierarchy, no presentations, no screens, just um, honest, open heart conversations, um, even maybe leading a few breath exercises or, um, you know, shaking it out to a dance song on, you know, really loud volume or whatever would be corporately appropriate volume. And, uh, God, just, you know, helping those women embody that, those feminine strengths to be that role model to, um, to really present myself to, to the universe, hello, let me just put it out there, as, you know, being open and available and willing and, um, yeah, just so ready to be of service, you know, instead of just locked up in the in a hole, <coughs> just to be out there in my community serving women. Um, that's really uh, it's really where my heart is at, and. Um, so there might be an opportunity to do that, you know, to present that type of group experience for women in construction. And just have to find it somewhere else. Wherever you are, I hope you're having a wonderful day, a wonderful night. I love you all.